Hi friends, Katie here. Um, so this episode with Emily McHugh is fantastic. You'll really enjoy it. Um, it's all about how to speed up your beginning of your startup business. So there's so many things to think about when we start up a business. So um, maybe that's you. If you're in that position, I'd really recommend that you have a listen. And if you've been in business for a while, you'll still get lots of tips from Emily. So enjoy the episode. This is the Thrive With Life show, the podcast where you can learn to go live with poise, professionalism and peace of mind. Live video is the best free tool to win clients and grow your income and authority. So if you want to ditch the overwhelm and confusion to skyrocket your online success through the dynamism of live video, then you are in the right place. This podcast covers all aspects from your mindset, voice, style and personal branding to all the technology and tools you need to get started and grow with live video. And now, here is your host, Katie Simpson. Woo, yeah! <laughs> Great! So, hello. This is episode four of the Thrive With Life show. This is helping ladypreneurs to thrive in their income, influence and uniqueness through the dynamism of live video. And in today's show, we are talking about supercharging your startup with Emily McHugh, the super startup coach. <laughs> Forgive me, I'm getting a bit muddled with my S's and C's today. So this show goes live every week on Facebook and YouTube. If you don't want to miss next week's episode, subscribe to the Thrive With Live show on any of your favourite podcast apps or on Katie Simpson on YouTube or Facebook. You'll find me there. And today I'm really excited to welcome Emily. Emily McHugh is an entrepreneur, author, educator, violinist and global trade advisor. She is very multi-skilled, this lovely lady. She is the founder of Kasori. I hope I've said that right, Emily. Yeah. An award-winning tech and travel accessories design company and the author of The Little Girl's Guide to Entrepreneurship, What I Know Now That I Sure Wish I Knew Then. She is the superstar, supercharged coach helping startups and startovers attain success. sustainable success. She is the host of the Facebook group Supercharge with Emily and is also a regular guest violinist to play the national anthem for the New York Mets. So after all that wonderful thing, welcome Emily, the super startup coach. (laughs) Wow. Thank you, Katie. My pleasure. So some of you might have met Emily because she played the violin on our Fun and Friendship Friday on our Facebook, not 
last Friday, the Friday before, and we had tons of fun playing lots of different um, sorts of tunes. So she really is multi-talented, this lady. So before we get into it, today's shout out goes to Restream. They are a fantastic platform for multi-streaming to 30 different destinations, and you can do that for free. They also have different plans as well. They're a great company. And I am using them today to multi-stream to various platforms. So it's time to welcome Emily. And let's ask Emily a few questions. So Emily, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got to be the super charge coach? Well, as we were discussing a little earlier, I mentioned that I actually was born in England. I was born in Cambridge. And so I have an affinity for having a multicultural background and all those things have come to bear on me deciding to end up where I am now. My family is originally from Jamaica and I grew up in Jamaica and in the U.S. in New Jersey. And as I mentioned before, I'm also and now currently reside in Florida. And I truly believe that all of the places you've lived or where you come from that shape your identity and your vision of yourself all come to bear on what you choose to do. And so how I ended up starting becoming a supercharged startup coach is because having started my own business, I knew what it was like to what was missing, things I needed to know and what I wish I knew then. And after having written my book, The Little Girl's Guide to Entrepreneurship, I wanted to kind of take that information and make it more accessible to people as far as how to implement it and how to implement the suggestions and the recommendations. And so that's how it kind of one thing led to the other in starting into going into coaching. Yeah, that's that's so wonderful to hear. I love hearing about everybody's. It's like it's like a quilt, our lives and how different bits come together, don't they? And and we go down different um, paths and how everything sort of comes together in this wonderful patchwork quilt. Yes. So so absolutely. that's that's so lovely to hear, Emily. So can you tell us a bit more about your why? Why do you do what you do? Well, I firstly, I believe everyone should be able to fulfill their potential on whatever level they are. So, and if I have tools or skills that can help someone do that, then I'm excited to do that. So that's my big why contributing to someone else's fulfillment of their potential. And while I do that, I fulfill mine at the same time. So it happens on both sides. It's not just a one side thing. And I I think it's an exciting thing. So what does it mean to fulfill your potential? It means to explore your interests, your your skills, your all the things that you're passionate about. And how can you put it into such a format that it can be beneficial to someone else or and ultimately that you can be paid to do it? It kind of goes back to that whole ikigai, that Japanese concept of doing what you love and what is in demand and what people are willing to pay you for. And when you meet right there in the middle, that's that sweet spot space that you want to be. So how do you maximize that opportunity? And being creative in the process as well and bringing it all together. Mm. So I enjoy the process. Mm, wonderful. 
And I can imagine how much it would help somebody working with you because you've got this wonderful term supercharge, which I'm going to ask you a little bit about in a minute, but how we can be multi-passionate people and we've got all these different skills and things that we enjoy and how on earth do we navigate them? <laughs> how how on earth do we we put them together in something that's that's gonna help people and and also is gonna help people realize and recognize what we do rather than you do this and you do that, but how can you help me? <laughs> you know? Exactly. How how can you help people supercharge? their beginning ideas, Emily. Tell us a bit more about that. Well, let's start off with the whole supercharge concept. So why why that name? Why that term? Well, one of the things I came to find out when you're starting a business is that it takes a lot of energy. It takes momentum. It takes all the things you can think of when you think of energy. So fuel and an engine and, and all of this. And then once you get it started, you have to sustain it. And so just like how you recharge your phone and you get fuel into your car, put gas in the car, or as you say in the UK, petrol into the automobile, we as people, obviously we need physical fuel. So we need food and we need the proper food. But when you're talking about your business, your business also needs those inputs as well. And it's, it's a cycling through of energy and you never stop needing that. So that was where the initial thought of the supercharge thing comes from, because you have to realize it's for the long haul. We can, when we start a business, we might be really enthusiastic. We're excited that we're launching this new endeavor. And so you have a lot of that um, adrenaline maybe is pushing you through. Well, it has a place where it's going to stop, where you'll either lose <laughs> momentum or lose the energy, or you just can't sustain that level of thrust for so long. So everything has its time frame of energy expenditure. And when people understand that, then they're able to anticipate it and plan for it. And those are not concepts that are very easily grasped when you're starting because you're so excited and you really don't know what's ahead. And the idea is if you have a sense of what's ahead of you, you can better allocate the energy resource and your time and planning all those things out. So it's all linked. And that was the whole idea of coming up with supercharge. So my job as a supercharge coach now, therefore, is to guide people through that process. Yeah, I think that's fantastic and really needed. It's it's a weird, it's a weird journey, isn't it, that you go through as an entrepreneur? It's it's very draining and you've got the hopefully you've got the passion in there and you really want to do what you want to do. But there's so many hurdles all the time to get over, isn't there? There's lots of expenses that are telling you you need to spend this and that and do this. And, and you can get overwhelmed every single day with loads of different things. And oh, yeah you can see somebody else thriving and think, oh, they're doing it like this. I, I, I better, and you can go this way and that way and the other way. So I think, I think what you're providing for people is 
so valuable and I can imagine that would really um, speed up the process and they would get so much comfort, I think, from you saying, look, this is what we're doing. Just keep going. And this, I loved what you yes. said about as a time frame of energy expenditure. Could you just talk a little bit more about that? What you mean by that? Well, you know, when I was growing up, my mom would always say to me, you know, conserve your energy. You only have so much. And I would, I, she would say so many times when I would be frenetically doing this or the other thing. And I'm like, what does she really mean? Because as long as you have the energy, you have the energy. But she's absolutely correct. We, we assume that because we have certain energy levels at certain times of our life, it will always be that way. And that is not the case. And not until you start to move along, do you start to realize that. And it's not only just about the aging process or getting older necessarily, that's a part of it. But it's also the idea of sustained energy expenditure over a, a, a particular period of time. And especially if you don't know how long that period of time will be. So it's one thing when you have to maintain something for, say, an hour or a half an hour or 20 minutes. That's one thing. You have a kind of a defined spectrum. But when you really don't know what the time frame is, that makes it a little bit more difficult. And that's why you have to then understand how to match that up with the use of your time uh, so that you can have a better rhythm and set a pace that you can kind of calmly go through. And I use the word calmly aspirationally as well, because we know, as you said before, it can be overwhelming. And our whole objective is to minimize that and not allow all the things that can come up to throw us off course, because it's inevitable those things will happen. But if we have a mindset of steadiness, that really goes a long way to making this whole entrepreneurial journey much more enjoyable and rewarding as well, as opposed to being stressful and draining and all the things that it could be on the negative side. So we want to kind of get it back to the positive charge as opposed to that negative drain, if you will. Mm, I love that. It, like an analogy of a battery. Yes. I The number of my... Um, followers know that I have ME or it's known as CFS, chronic fatigue syndrome in America. It's known as that much more. And so that is completely important for me because we have this amount of energy, don't we? And if, if we keep draining it, it can't get back to full energy so you you have to just try and keep topping it up so I loved that you you were talking about calmness and steadiness I've been so sad recently to hear some of my um, friends who are really skilled and they're doing brilliantly with their businesses but they they've just suddenly had to stop for a period an extended period of time because they've just got really ill they've just burnt out and it's yes. it's such a shame. I've been really shocked and upset for them. But it's not really shocking because you can just... I think the entrepreneurial type of person is probably somebody who tends to push themselves and just keep 
pushing themselves and you know you're you're never sort of pleased with what you're doing and we've got to learn to just take stock and like you said be steady and calm and try and get some of that in so I love that you're helping people with that Emily it's um so valuable I think yeah do do say what you're thinking well well just what you're saying it's the whole idea of avoiding the burnout Mm. and and because that will be the inevitable result if you do not pace yourself. Mm. So when you're talking about how to supercharge your startup, it has different phases. One is how to get it started and going. And then the other thing is how to keep it going mm. and have it going at a pace without destroying yourself. Because when you start, you throw your whole life into it, your whole soul, your whole being, everything is about it. And it does require that degree of passion for a period of time. But what happens is it becomes a way of life Mm. and that way of life. And then the entrepreneur doesn't know when to turn it off and say, okay, now it's time to take the day off. Now it's time to take the vacation. So Mm. my advice to people in the whole supercharge process are three things. Number one, you want to simplify and simplify means just that your entire life. So you want to look at your life holistically. So you have your business over here, but sometimes when you're starting the your whole um, life, it becomes your business. And I, I totally advise against that. And it may sound like, well, that's what entrepreneurship is. Not necessarily. We need to redefine entrepreneurship. It shouldn't be this thing that just like a weed taking over your whole garden. You really have to control it. And just like you weed your garden, you want to weed that too. It's a time and a place. You do deserve to take your weekends off. You do deserve to have days off. You do deserve to have a vacation. And even though you are putting in extra effort at certain points in time, yes, but in moderation. And I can't emphasize that enough because you need more energy for the entire journey, not just that little phase of when you're starting up. The second thing, so the first thing, simplify. The second thing, once you've simplified, is it allows you to prioritize. And a lot of people struggle with knowing what to do first, second, or third, because there's too many things to choose from. There are too many urgent things. So once you simplify the, the, set, the structure, then you can prioritize. And once you prioritize, the third thing you want to do now is allocate your time effectively. And I avoid the use of the term time management because we truly, time is time. It's going to happen whether you do anything with it or not. So you can only allocate how you use it. So it's just maybe how the mindset approach to time. And what I've come to realize that if you don't don't take full reins of time, it will take reign of you and, and others will use your time for you. So I, in my whole supercharged system, I work really that's one of the first key things I work with people on is how, what, what are you doing with your time you have right now? And not only in your business, but in your life, are you on this committee? Are you on that event? Do you go to this thing? Are you going over to this zoom over here? You know, mm-hmm. random things, do they add up to your core goal and your core direction? Mm-hmm. And that also helps with keeping you calmer. It keeps, it keeps you focused It allows you to know that every day you're doing that thing that's important to you and not just some random act of busyness that drains your energy. 
Woo! Let's have um, an air horn. Yay! <laughs> oh, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant, Emily. That was fantastic. I was scribbling loads of notes there. Really helpful advice, anybody. Lorenzo, it's lovely to see you here. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> So excited, start coughing. Excellent advice. (laughs) Yesterday I took off and actually pulled weeds in his physical garden. Yay! Good for you, Lorenzo. Excellent. Yeah, go for it, Lorenzo. So pull the weeds up out of your business garden, mind, and your physical garden. Good for you. Lovely to see you. If you got any wonderful nuggets from what Emily said that you find helpful, put hashtag nugget, golden nugget. She's just given us a whole load in a short space of time. So that was brilliant, Emily. Thank you so much. So just before we close off, Emily, could you tell us what what was it like when you went live for the first time? Did anything go wrong? Was it easy for you? Was it nerve-wracking? Can you tell us your first live experience? Well, I can't I don't know if I remember the very first one, but I can certainly say that over the course of going lives, especially initially, you're always petrified to touch that live button. You're like, mm. ah! <laughs> and you do everything to avoid it. And once you start it, you're so self-conscious and all you can think about is this, that, or the other, and you get distracted from your message. And what I've come to find is there will always be some weird thing going on that you mightn't be able to control in real time, but just focus on the message you have to share. Focus on the value and focus on the fact that someone else on the other side is listening to you for something that could change their life and you have no idea what it was you may have said something you thought it was simple or whatever but for them it stopped them in their tracks so realize that you have value and you have impact and that's all you need to think about when you go live and all the other things will fall into place wow more nuggets there woo so emily gave us a bit of advice over that so that's great and i love it that she she said what we all feel don't we we're all human it's pretty petrifying pressing that button and then thinking we don't know what to say and stuttering or whatever we're all human so i'm glad that emily's human as well oh very much so trust me Right, we're just going to ask Emily a few fun questions. This is called the lightning round. And if you don't, if you don't want to answer a question, Emily, or if you can't answer it, you can say pass, but try not to say pass on every single one. Okay. (laughs) And we see how many you can do in one minute. All right. You ready for this? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Go for it. Right. On a scale of one to 10, how good are you at keeping secrets? 10. Wow. Ariel or Jasmine? Do you know what I mean? No, but I'll (laughs) say Ariel because I like the name. (laughs) They're Disney characters. (laughs) Your first celebrity crush? Sean Connery. (laughs) Cool. Dawn or Dusk? Do you like Dawn or Dawn? Uh, definitely Dawn. Okay. If you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Mm, uh, I don't want to go back in time. Okay, that's I'll an say answer. Renaissance. Renaissance. Okay. This is a funny question. Do you snore? You don't have to answer that if you don't. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and the applause you finished. Woo! That's it. We got through that quickly. That was fun. <laughs> so you answered six questions. Sammy Byrne answered eight, I think, when she did hers. So she's in the lead, but you're on the the, the lead table board. I need to get that <laughs> going on my page. <laughs> <laughs> so well done Emily thank you so much for being with us there are loads of nuggets in there and so do let us know what your favourite nuggets were okay everybody bye thank you thanks for listening to the Thrive With Live show if you love this podcast do subscribe share it with friends and join Katie's supportive Facebook community the live video success hub for ladypreneurs and let's make your video confidence and impact soar until next time remember to count your blessings <laughs>